welcome back to Imperial City. As always, thank you so much for joining us. If you're enjoying the show, please consider supporting us by leaving a review, buying merch, sponsoring an episode, or backing us on Patreon. Even $1 a month on Patreon makes a huge difference in keeping the show sustainable. And of course, don't forget to check out our Court of Blades miniseries and our newly launched actual play show, Love and Hellfire. Keep an eye on our Twitter feed for info about upcoming charity stream appearances. The excellent TTRPG Gifts account is putting together a charity stream to raise money for abortion funds, and a few of us might be appearing on it. There will be more info on that on Twitter as the event comes together this week. Next, Josie is going to tell us about this month's featured charity. Fund Texas Choice is a nonprofit organization dedicated to getting travel and funds for that travel to Texans seeking abortions, even going so far as to help them travel out of state. If you're listening to this, we just did a whole big live stream to raise money for Fund Texas Choice, but that doesn't mean you can't donate, and especially in the coming times, fuck SCOTUS, lots of people in lots of places are going to need this help. Everyone who can get abortions is entitled to them for any reason, and fuck anyone who tells you otherwise. And we at Clever Corvids believe strongly in affordable health care for all of any sort. I'm recording this a couple days after the Supreme Court formally struck down the federal right to abortion in the United States. It's been hard to focus on creating entertainment when everything feels so bleak. But I know from the past several years that art and entertainment and escapism are important. So I hope that this helps a little bit. In addition to our featured charity of Fun Texas Choice, I'd like to shout out the Midwest Access Coalition, which is an Illinois-based abortion fund. My home state is one of the only places in the Midwest where abortion is legal. And while our state government is moving swiftly to add further protections for out-of-state patients, the abortion funds that will be helping those patients are going to see increased demand in the coming months and years. So if you're looking for another suggestion of a group to donate to, that's one I'd recommend. In addition, look for abortion funds in general that you can support in your area. There's one in every state. If you're in the U.S., focus on mutual aid, community support, and screaming at your elected officials to do something already. I'm not going to tell you to vote. We did that already. Now the people we voted for need to do their fucking jobs. If you're outside the United States... This is the time to fight for your civil rights. Fascist forces are on the rise around the world, and the protections that we have are often all too fragile. Do what you can to shore up your rights, or fight like hell to gain them. There are a lot of different roles to play, but we're all in this fight together. Now then, let's get started, shall we? And without thinking about the wards, you reach across and grab it. And then the area around you lights up very bright. Uh, (laughs) Because you just set off all the wards. So I think that this happens basically simultaneously with the the guards setting out on their, their patrol. So... The rest of you, you see the the flashlight beams start to kind of sweep around, and then on the other side of the warehouse, there's this bright flash of light, and the the guards um, who had been coming towards you just are like, oh, shit, whoever's over there, freeze, put your hands up, and they just start running in that direction. Uh Are we jumping back to the others, or am I taking an action? uh, We're jumping back to the others because the guards are closer to them than they are to you. Darling will take a very deep breath and... Just say, we left our child unsupervised. <laughs> and in what proximity are the guards who are running over to Echo at? They're going to be running past you all. Like, 
if Echo hadn't set that off, you all would need to be scrambling to find a place to hide. But as it is, they might not notice you. Probably not going to notice you. So they're going to be running past like the, the aisle that you're standing in. And do we know how many are, are headed this way? Four. Four? Fuck. Um... I don't think we I don't we don't even have the numbers to to knock out four. <laughs> I believe in us. I do not. <laughs> I, you do have pearl. Technically, there are four of you over here. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Let's knock them out or attempt to. All right. Yeah. How do you want to go about doing that? I can also throw a silence potion vial before we do that, so that maybe. Oh no no! This is you give it to a person. It's not a throwing thing. Never mind. Yeah yeah. You got to drink it. Oh, but it does negate all sound within a radius of within 10 paces of the drinker for a span of several moments. So I can drink it just as we wait in just to keep yeah. it quiet. Yeah, that's a that's good, good plan. Idea. That's a very good plan. So Arlene's going to down a silence potion and then you all can can leap soundlessly upon these guards. How all do you want to go about doing that? I'm I'm thinking of a way to bargain if I could take two, but I have to think of a way to bargain <laughs> Okay. Uh let's start with Arlene, because it sounds like you're gonna you're gonna jump in. Yeah, it's gonna be a skirmish roll. Okay. You could also use prowl if you wanted to, you know, since you're you're ambushing. Oh, can I? Yes, please then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If if you're doing an ambush, you can you can use prowl. Um this is gonna be risky I think because of the silence potion. Risky standard. Excellent. Um and I think that what happens is that Arlene gets that like rope thing that she uses mm -hmm. to tangle people up with. Yeah. You just gonna trip some people? Yeah. I like it. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. I fucking rolled a critical. You were- the dice owed you. The dice owed you this. <laughs> so I feel like what it is is she jumps out of ambush. Can I suggest that she jumps out of ambush? Oh, she yeah, absolutely. She tangles somebody up with the rope, like, around their, like, across their neck slash chest, and then, like, throws them at someone else. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you just, yeah, you, you, you knock one of them down, and then that, that trips someone else. So, and I, I think that, like, the way they fall, they both just get tangled up in the rope, so they're just sort of stuck together, flailing and yelling, but not making any sound. So that's two of them down. <laughs> I think it makes sense to just have this be a skirmish roll. Yeah. Have this be non-lethal as possible. I think I'll just have Val use their hands. Yeah, just whack somebody upside the head. This is going to be, uh, yeah, it'll be. It'll still be risky standard because of the silence potion. Okay. Oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. I rolled a one. <laughs> Straight to dice jail that one goes. I think you, Val, you, you jump out. Uh, to, to try and grab one of the others who doesn't get caught by Arlene's rope. And they are, are a little quicker, uh, and they grab you and, like, throw you into the wall, bang your head on the metal. Uh, so you're going to take level two harm. Ugh, why? Probably got a cut on the back of your scalp. Yeah, I'm just going to write down bonked. <laughs> yep, sounds good. If I was going straight to horny jail. <laughs> okay, good. I, I was thinking it. <laughs> Darling. And Pearl. Yes. Um, this, this, this is, this is how I'm going to argue for a double. I have Pearl. That technically means I have two bodies. So, um, uh -huh. uh, the one that go that, that, that bonked Val will then <laughs> proceed to get bonked by Pearl, I guess. Pounced upon. Tackled by Tiger. Uh, and I would take the last one. Uh, specifically, uh, okay. specifically, uh, they turned the corner, and I give them just a kick. They did not expect very nice. large legs. No one does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and because you're acting with Pearl, um, she is a cohort. So I think you you get an extra die for that. I believe there's probably more specific rules, but that's what we're going with for this moment in time. Now this is me arguing. Can I? Do hunt for this role as I am using pearl. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Let me look at the description of hunt real quick. <laughs> Carefully track a target, arrange an ambush. 
is technically an ambush. It is an ambush. I will allow it. <laughs> I'm full of shit. Um, <laughs> so he said an extra die for Pearl. Yes. And this is going to be uh, risky standard still. Yep, yep, yep. That's hilarious. That's that's hilarious. It's it's either a three or a six. These are those are the only options. Yeah, well, it's a six, but it's a it's a six five four. Like doubt. doubt oh. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. So you you and Pearl, yeah, it it goes off without a hitch. Pearl jumps out, tackles one guy to the ground. You kick the other guy in the face. So so this group of guards uh, has been dispatched. I do want to jump back to Echo. So yeah, Echo, like from your point of view, everything around you lit up. You heard some shouting, and then it stopped very abruptly, and now it's just quiet again. I think I want to use that opportunity to get out of the light and try and head back to where everyone is. Yeah, that that works. Give me a... I think this will probably be Prowl. <laughs> and Risky Greater. Um, there are still guards around. There's still some light here, but the 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 main group of guards that was heading your way is not anymore. <laughs> so you've got a little more breathing room. I got a four. Okay. So you do it, but there's a consequence. I want to bring our, our blood rose back into this. I mean, she's probably mad that I did that. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So Echo, you, you start making your way over to rejoin the others. I imagine a little sheepish. Mm -hmm. And, you're 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 close enough that you can see the the pile of guards <laughs> that has been dispatched on the ground, and then uh, presumably from the top of the shelves near you, um, Rose just like drops down in front of you and like brandishes her dagger in your face, and she's just like, "I can't get at the stuff that I needed now. What are you going to do about this?" Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I can try and take the wards down again. I think you'd better. And she kind of like gestures with the, the dagger of like, turn around, let's go. Echo doesn't act particularly threatened by the dagger, but seems suitably embarrassed. Yeah. So she complies anyway. Yeah. So yeah, you you and Rose walk back over to <laughs> the uh, brightly glowing warded area. Uh, well, the rest of you, I assume, are tying up the guards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think Arlene's kind of crouched over them like, if you yell, I have this furry friend here that I'm sure would be happy to come after you for it. Pearl growls a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Pearl has been trained when when to be menacing on command. Mm -hmm. Uh yeah, I, I think most of the guards are unconscious and you can, you know, make sure that they're all gagged so that when they do wake up again, they don't say anything. So Echo you are being escorted back to the warded area that's glowing very brightly by uh, a pretty lady with a knife. So, mixed bag. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the the rest of you, 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 you get the guard secured, and there's no sign of Echo. So I'm not sure if, if anyone wants to go investigate, or if you just want to focus on getting the, the goods, or... Mm, I think Val would try and find Echo. Yeah. Do I have to make a roll of it? No, because you'll be able to see Echo pretty clearly once you head in that direction. Like, you you know that, that the wards were set off and you'll be able to see. So if you head that way, you'll be able to see Echo. So you won't need to make a roll. Right. Darlene and Arlene, what are you two doing? I feel like we should, like, try and find what we're looking for if we haven't already. You So you did, yeah. Okay. You did, yeah. Yeah, but then guards, wards, <laughs> chaos- then we need Echo and we need the wards down. You don't necessarily need the ward. Well, yeah, you probably should get the wards back turned off so that the next group of guards doesn't see it. So I think we go after Echo also. Yeah, that makes the most sense. All right. So off you all go to check on Echo. So we're, we're going to start with Echo and, and the rest of the group will catch up in, in a bit. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so Rose marches you back over to, to the warded area and it's just like deactivate them. So I can get what I came here for. It's important. Okay. What did you come here for? She kind of like makes a face. Um, it's like somebody who needs to stay dead might not be. And there's 
something in here, kind of gestures at the shelves, that's going to help bring them back. I need to get my hands on it before that can happen. Okay, I will do my best. And I, I think I think Rose is going to be able to help. Um, so you'll get an extra die on this roll. Um, okay. Because she had to have some way of, of getting past the wards as well. And I'll use my arcane implements. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll describe it after I see the result. Good plan. They are higher tier than you. Risky reduced, and you do get an extra die because Rose is assisting. Um, I would like to push myself to get standard effect. Yep. Done and done. Five. Okay. You do it, but there's a consequence. So I think the consequence is you're going to take one point of extra heat for this score because you don't like you don't reset the wards you just like get rid of them entirely Uh uh-huh which people are gonna notice you you're able to get past them uh but you you turn them off a little too good (laughs) (laughs) and that's gonna get noticed and so that's gonna be increased heat but they do come down and so i think that well once the light fades rose will just sort of you know give an approving nod all right, thanks. And then stalks off into the shelves. And I think as she is stalking off, the rest of the group catches up. I think Echo is retrieving her implements, which were a few metal rods of various materials, just like finger length arrayed along the ground. I think the idea is it's like an arcane lightning rod. So she's just picking those up. Says, oh, okay, you're safe. We are. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Just turns out our friend needed to get in here. Okay. Huh. Yeah, she had more specific taste than she was implying earlier. Yeah, I kind of got lost in all the stuff here, and yeah. Well, don't get lost again. We're trying to keep a low profile. And this isn't exactly our, entirely our business, so uh, let's keep moving. Okay. I think as you start to move away, Echo, you, you look back. <laughs> and you you see Rose come out from the shelves um, holding a uh, large chunk of crystal in her hand. And you've seen that kind of crystal before. Oh. Because you've got one in your chest. That's the crystal that a, a soul is bound to if somebody is creating a hull. So it seems that Rose is here to prevent someone getting turned into a hull. I think Echo freezes for a moment as she takes that in. And makes a note to herself to try and talk to Rose later, once she can get away from the group. <laughs> all right. But yeah, are you all heading back over to the pile of guards and the liquor? Yeah. <laughs> we're, so did we, that first guard patrol has happened, so we are now in that 30 minute window? Is that what's happening? Correct. You've got okay. 30 minutes before another guard patrol happens. I think it's time to get some alcohol out of here. Yeah, let's see how much we can grab. So- there's not a huge amount. It's like, it's a couple cases of wine, essentially. Okay. So, two two largish boxes, but it's, you know, like Val could carry one and Darling could carry one. And you'd still have, you know, room for people to loot other stuff if you wanted. Okay. That's the thing. Is this, this is not a lot of alcohol, but it is worth a lot of money. So I think at this point, if, if you two, if, or if two of you want to grab the, the liquor... Yeah. Another two of you can scavenge for yeah. stuff that you can sell for yourself. Although I think Echo might grab the liquor because <laughs> she's like, okay, I already fucked up scavenging. I'll just carry the box. <laughs> yeah. Who else wants to uh, carry things about? Uh, I'll carry a crate. Okay. So so Echo and Val will carry the crates out. Uh, I, I presume you've got the Drake parked outside. <laughs> and then, yeah, Arlene and Darlene, if you two want to look for some valuable goodies. Is there anything here that Darlene might like? Aww. Uh, go ahead and make, mm-hmm. um, give me give me some kind of roll. We'll I find out. a survey? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say, let's see here. Risky, risky standard still. That's a five. Five. Okay. I think you have a choice of you can either find something that Darlene would like, or you can find something that you can sell for, for a good amount of money for the crew, but not both. I think Arlene's having a moment where, like, Darlene has been uh, not in a great mood, and I think she'd be, like, kind of prioritizing soothing that over the long term. 
uh, both because she is like 19 and because this. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. yeah so uh, what would Darlene like that is here? What what other kind of stuff is here? Is it all like like foodstuffs and drinks and stuff? But I guess it's not because there's crystals. I mean- yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of... What if there's, like, a pretty knife? Yeah, well, I was going to say, there's a lot of luxury goods here. Yeah, they do arms dealing. There's a lot of... Because they also have stuff here for their legit businesses. So, like, mm. there's clothes, there's art pieces, um, there's jewelry. I think she finds, like, a pretty necklace that she thinks would look good on Darling. Yeah. Aww. So, yeah, you, you, like, you open up a box find this necklace and are like, yeah. And then you kind of like realize you've wandered a bit farther away from the group than you realized. And like, oh no, I have to hurry back. Mm-hmm. So you don't, you don't have time to grab other stuff. Darlene, meanwhile, if you want to make a roll to, to find some, some valuables. Yeah. I think actually, <laughs> what actually I'm almost thinking I might. Well, here's the thing. I did just say this is a place full of luxury goods. Yes, yes, you did. And I'm thinking about your vice. Mm, yes. <laughs> One of your vices. Yes. I think the default here is that you are going to treat this as a, sh- a personal shopping trip. And Darlene is just going to grab stuff that she likes and doesn't have any interest in selling. However, you can roll resistance uh, in order to kind of overcome that that urge of giving into your vice and get stuff that will be good for the group as a whole. That you can sell. Yes, I would like to, to, to attempt that. Okay. Yeah, so um, I think it's going to be resolve. That feels like the correct thing for, for... And I roll however many ticks I have in the resolve. In that theory. first column. Yeah. Yep, in that first column, yes. And then just take the higher. Tonight is the night where it's six or three. And today I once again roll six or three. So I guess I have to go <laughs> with six. Okay. <laughs> so you you don't take any stress and and you're able to focus on just getting stuff for the group. Um so I am going to make a fortune roll to see what the value is of the stuff that you get. But while I'm doing that, like what what's going on in Darlene's head that she's not really tempted by all of the the fancy things here? I think she definitely looks at the fancy stuff, but um, but think, but but is able to look away essentially because she's still really fucking sad. She's not. Yeah. The, she's not the I need to buy things to fill the hole that I feel type of person. She like she just likes having nice things a little too much, um, because she didn't have a lot of things, uh, before, and now and now yeah. she. Now she can, but, but, but now it's more like she doesn't necessarily want the things because she doesn't think she deserves the things. Oh, honey. God, that makes Arlene grabbing something for her even better. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I, I did my fortune roll and you are going to get three coin worth of extra stuff, um, on top of the four coin that Benny is paying you. So, um, all in all, a seven coin score, which is pretty damn good. Jeez. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Darling, you're, you're able to grab some stuff that you know that you'll, you'll be able to sell for a decent amount of coin. So the liquor is secured. You've got your, your personal bonus and, yeah, do you all, like, you could all just head out at this point. I don't know if Echo wants to try to, to like, grab Rose before Yeah, she leave. does. Um, okay. I think she finishes loading her box into the Drake and says about, hold, hold on one second. I need, I need to ask Rose something. All right, make it quick. Echo hurries back into the building and tries to look for Rose. Yeah, um, go ahead and give me a roll of some kind. Um, honestly, I could see Surveyor Hunt. Yeah, I could see either of those. What's the Devil's Bargain look like here? <laughs> Ooh, do do do. Um, Rose can tell there's something up with Echo. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, like not doesn't doesn't clock exactly what you are, but is like something is off here. 100% taking it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so go ahead and make that roll. 
I got a four. Okay. I think I'm going to call this reduced effect. And you you spot her as she is, like, making her exit. And so you only have time to ask, like, one thing. You can mm-hmm. ask her one question. Um, hey, Rose? Rose, have, like, starting to climb up a wall. What? Who are you keeping that from? Uh, she, like, scowls and, and says, like, there's this, it was a corporate CEO who was hurting a lot of people. We're gonna bring him back somehow, have him run things from the shadows, I guess. I don't know exactly the plan, but okay, couldn't let that happen. Yeah, whole CEO sounds like a bad plan. I'll, I'll, I'll avoid them. Thank you. And she'll immediately turn and try to leave. <laughs> Yeah, Rose doesn't stop you, but when you say, you know, Hull CEO, like, that's when I think, like, her eyes kind of narrow, because she hadn't said Hull at all. She -hmm. didn't seem to know exactly how they were going to be bringing this person back. So, like, her eyes narrow, and she kind of tracks you across the warehouse for a little bit, and then, like, shakes her head and resumes climbing. (laughs) Apparently, she climbed in through one of the tiny little windows up at the top of the warehouse and is exiting that way. So yeah, you all get out, you get into the Drake, and you you can you can head out. This was perhaps not as quiet as would have been uh, preferred, given that you're leaving a pile of unconscious tied up guards behind you. But um, you got your stuff and some extra, so there you go. <laughs> nice, yay! We did it. Theft. Theft. Ray. We did so right. good. You did. We got a good amount of money out of this. And we kept pretty quiet. So, and I, I will say, since you grabbed, you went for the most expensive option, Benny is going to give you all a bonus of an additional coin. So you're getting a total of eight coin. Yay. Between your payment for the thing, your bonus, and then selling the stuff that Darlene grabbed. Damn. All right. So let's get into our downtime scenes. And I think we, we start with... uh. Val and Darlene uh, at the garage. What's going on there? I think Val walks in with a bag of frozen peas on their head. (laughs) (laughs) And they're scowling a bit, but, you know, it is what it is. I'm putting shit away in our our vault, I guess. We have a big-ass safe or something like that. Um, Mm -hmm. And, uh, I'm putting it away for like, actually, you know, maybe I did sell the shit already. And so it's just like, you know, money in the floorboards or something like that. Right. Yeah. I'm putting it away and, and uh, Darling sees frozen pea val and just goes, oh, <laughs> dear, you are far too old to be getting into scraps like that. <sighs> it's just a bruise. It's fine. Remember when you got thrown out of a train? I do. I, I try not to. I, uh, it was not my finest moment. My dear, we do not heal as fast as the youngers. Actually, no, I heal quite well, but that is genetics. <laughs> Thanks. Duh, that, that means a lot. <laughs> Thank you for enlightening <laughs> me on, uh, things I don't already know. Anyways, uh, what have we got? Uh, we've got about three coin out of all of the stuff I've been. Three on top of the two coin each we all got? Two coin each, no. We each got one. This is the three additional. Uh, technically four, due to the bonus. Right, that's what I'm talking about. The bonus. We, uh, it splits evenly. But we are not splitting it. We are saving for the future. Oh, alright. Well, uh, that's how you feel, then sure. Yeah, sounds good. How I f- mm, aren't you quite cross today? What's going on? Me? Nothing. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Don't worry about it. I'm going to press you, vampire. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm unsure of how to refer to you in a proper gender-neutral way. <laughs> you could just call me by my name. I can't say Jesus Christ, and that, that frustrates me to no end. <laughs> just make up a god. Oh, so damn working lad. You know, just... <laughs> I'm not going to bring working lad's name in vain. The working ass. <laughs> the hard mm, ass boy does it work. Working lad. <laughs> mm. For fuck's sake, you can just, just call me Val. I, 
Yes, but I uh, look. I just need to take. I'm very used to taking a specific tone when talking to people. Oh, uh huh. Anyways, what's going on? You can bullshit the children. You cannot bullshit me. <sighs> All right, fair enough. I owe a little, just just a little bit of money to the gambler's gloom. Not a lot. Not a lot. I I paid off half of it. So <sighs> I was hoping this payout would help. Get my head above water again, but if it has to take another score, or if I have to wait for tips at my next show, whatever it takes, it'll it'll get taken care of in time. It's it's not a problem, really. How long have you had this jet? It's uh, it's happened about a month ago. And is it a? Uh, it's gambling, so I would assume that this is your hobby. <sighs> yes, yes, gambling is my hobby. Oh, fine. You've taken too much damage for me to handle. I just take out a coin and I flick it at you. What? Just stop making this hobby a habit. Da, I thought you were saving this. No, I can't take this. And they're going to try to, like, hand it back to you. No, 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 no. You can take it. You will take it. And uh, next time you are in debt, I am allowed to... Make fun of you until <laughs> you pay it off. Well, that's dependent on two things. One, don't get in debt again. And two, I don't have to tell you when I'm in debt. Oh, I can find out. <sighs> and I will... I, technically, you're still in debt now. So let me give you a taste of how I will make fun of you. Duh, I really... I already had a headache. I don't want to do this right now. Oh, don't worry. I'm doing the doing, technically. You just have to sit there and take it. I, I don't have to take anything. I can just go into the other room. Or, or you could take a lot. It would fear that you could take a lot. <sighs> Do you see this? This is how I am making fun of you. I, I, I see it very clearly. Can you see? Can you still see in your age? Oh your my god, my vision's fine! <laughs> Why are you being ageist against me? <laughs> because... <laughs> You are in debt, and there is one one thing I have learned training children for many, many years is that they don't like it when you pick on them. Well, lucky for you, I'm not a child. I'm going to head over to the gambler's gloom and give them this one coin. Thank you very much. And they're going to walk away. You're very welcome. Look at that penguin go. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> don't you make fun of me. Well, I'm trying to make fun of you, but not dig too deep yet. So, everybody, go ahead and add another coin to your stash. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, well, all right. I, I realized while you're doing that, we haven't really had a scene that's just the two of you, and I'm glad that you immediately brought the old married couple energy. Yeah, we need more of that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You've been married for 70 years. <laughs> <laughs> About that 70. <laughs> yeah, neither is darling, and yet you have been married to each other for 70 years. <laughs> uh, so where where do we find Arlene and Echo? <laughs> yes, where do we find the children while, while the parents are arguing? Um, I don't know, where do you think we'd hang out? If we were if we were down below, you guys should be up above. So, so roof again. Yeah, go to the roof. <laughs> I don't know why all my good conversations in this system, not just this podcast, are on the roof. <laughs> roof good. Because it's dramatic. Yeah. This is what roofs are for. <laughs> Actually, sorry, I just had a really quick thought. What is above the garage? Yeah. Like, building-wise? I think that the garage... So, there's there's the garage, which is your lair. And then there's, like, a building above it, just like I've been picturing a fairly small, like, one-story building that was kind of like the office and and sort of where, when it was a working business, that's where people would, you know, you would come in to, like, drop off your keys or, you know, talk to the mechanics or whatever. And so it, it's just, it's a fairly small one-story building. If it's kind of ruined and abandoned, and I almost were- want Arlene to be poking around making a little clubhouse up there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, so we're in the building? Yeah. Um, so we we pan up from the garage to the the office above it that goes largely unused. I think the really the only thing uh, up here that that any of you make use of is the the doorbell occasionally when 
somebody from the nightcap stops by, which is a pretty rare occurrence. So what what are Arlene and Echo uh, doing up here? I mean, I think Arlene theoretically is like cleaning up up here. I I think Echo is up here as I don't know, like a a consultant, because I imagine <laughs> any clubhouse involving a former assassin requires uh, traps and obscure things to be. Oh my god! Hidden places. <laughs> so Echo's like, um, yeah, I suppose I can set that alarm up by the door. Yes. Does it need to shock everyone? Can you make it not shock us? Yes, if we have a key. Yeah, we can make a key. We just gotta make sure that no one wanders in here on accident, like kids or anything. Maybe it only shocks people if they, like, try twice? Huh. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know, does it have to shock people? Maybe you can just keep them out. Maybe you can have a warning. I don't know. Yeah, beware of dog. Sure. <laughs> I think the dog is us, though. Yeah. What do you want to put up here, anyway? I don't know. It just seemed like a cool thing to have. I mean, I suppose. Like, you kind of have your space, and, like, you and Val kind of have your space down there. I just, I don't know. I thought it'd be cool. No one's using it anyway. <laughs> that's true. Just gotta be careful, because it's kind of a front. Well, obviously, that's why we don't, like, have lights up here and stuff. Or yeah. do we, like, cover them? Oh, that'd be cool. Figure out a way to make things more visible up here without lots of light. I mean, we could get, like, blackout curtains or something. Yeah, that's true. So, was Rose someone you knew? Oh, no. Okay. Because she kind of seemed in your line of work. I mean, I'm not even, like, 100% certain she's, like, one of the Blood Roses. It just seemed, like, likely because she had this weird knife that had roses on it. And then she was like, yes, when I asked if I could call her Rose. So. Yeah, I mean, they're not exactly subtle. Yeah. I mean, they'd probably be kind of considered amateurs compared to, like, what I was supposed to be, so. That's probably the scariest thing you've ever said to me? I mean, they're just kind of doing it for their own shit, and they don't do that kind of drama and getting legends made about you if you want to be a good assassin. Point is to be invisible. Right. Which, after the other night, definitely means I'm not cut out to be an assassin. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... You don't seem like you want to be assassin. an assassin. You seem like you have, like, one target. Is it just one? Yeah. Although getting up to them will probably mean a bunch of other people. That's still more of a vigilante than an assassin. Huh. I guess. You care about it? Yeah. Do you, like, want to talk about what you want to do? Um, see, the reason I'm cagey about it is... This person has a lot of very well connected. So even if I talk about it, I'm not certain me just speaking about it won't be heard. It's not that I think you'll leak information. It's that I don't know what is safe. You think you're like bugged or something? I don't know. Maybe like I check for ghosts and arcane stuff all the time here. I think we're safe, but I don't know. I largely got away from them out of luck. And, you know, digging into my inner workings is emotionally fraught for me. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, if we're going to help you, you're going to have to tell find a way to tell us eventually. But, like, maybe maybe there's a way to test or to, to find out or to, or to get around the possibility of bugging. Yeah, maybe. Like, could you close your eyes and write it? Huh. Maybe I could? I don't see why not. Pen and paper, I can give it a shot. I think for there's some up here. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Echo is going to try to write with her eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which, I don't know if being a hole gives her better or worse ability to do that. <laughs> I think because you're a very humanoid hull, I think it's the same skill you would have had in life. So however good you think you would have been at doing that. <laughs> I don't think I don't have reason to think she'd be exceptionally skilled at that. I mean, <laughs> it's not it should be understandable even if it's messy, you know? Yeah. yeah. Especially if you take like if you you take your time with it. And especially if you write in cursive. <laughs> <laughs> 
so <laughs> Echo's handwriting is fairly chicken scratch. She's used to just scribbling things on the edge of blueprints and on the margins of notes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a little rough reading it, I imagine. I think as soon as it's written, Arlene like snatches it and like folds it up to keep it away from <laughs> from her <laughs> eyes, Echo's eyes, just in case. Um, but she tries writing out. This person knows who I care about. You mean like somebody from before? Yeah. And she just says the yeah out loud, but then scribbles down. If we don't do it exactly right, they'll hurt them. Do they have them? No, but they know who and where they are. Oh, so I'm guessing you're not in like contact anymore. No, not really. I can't risk bringing her down on them too early. Oh, can you tell me who? Um, my family and my girlfriend. <laughs> sorry, Minna had to take a minute to sob to herself. <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry, Echo. I didn't know. I mean, that was the idea, and it's not like I like talking about it. So this um, person, we gotta be really careful about this. Really smart. Yeah. They are the sort of person where if it was just getting to them and killing them, that would be difficult, but I wouldn't be as worried about it. It's taking down everything they have. Yeah, yeah. We need to take down everything they have, and then once we kill her, make sure nothing happens then either, because I have no doubt she has, like, dead man switch plans and Mm. stuff and ideas for what to do as a ghost, and I don't trust that the spirit wardens will be able to get rid of her. So, kind of need to completely dismantle her first before we do it, and then get rid of her ghost. Yeah, that's a challenge. Out of character, we don't know her name yet, do we? Nope. Nope. Echo is specific, or yeah, Echo is not revealed it. Yeah. In fact, Echo seems to be saying the pronouns on accident. <laughs> yeah. So, I think Arlene's at least going to ask. Are you comfortable telling me the name of this powerful person? Not yet. Okay. If you have any plans you need help with, let me know. Yeah, I'm trying to figure something out before I drop the whole deal on all of you. But it means a lot that you're willing to help? Yeah. I mean, we're a group now, right? Yeah. I know, I was just expecting to have a harder time finding people as a whole, but... (laughs) I guess we're all kind of... Uh, misfits? Yeah, and that's saying something when you're misfits from an assassin's guild. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, we left it, so... Uh, Do you, like, do you want a hug or something? It seems, like, pretty challenging. Um, sure, if you're okay with that. Yeah, I like hugs. Yay, hugs happen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel like that's that's a... Yeah, we, we can end on Arlene stepping over and giving Echo a hug. I'm happy that Echo is getting lots of hugs. Yeah. (laughs) Arlene purposely did not say they were a family because Echo has a family and Arlene does not know what the fuck a family is. (laughs) (laughs) Aww. It's okay, neither does Darling. Like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) I know, that's what I'm saying. Figure it out. Eventually they'll use the word, maybe. Yeah, you'll get there. Yeah, so I think from there... We go to Darlene's house, I would assume. Yes. And I think Arlene... Does Arlene knock or does Arlene just let herself in? Does Arlene have a key? Is she allowed to do this at any hour? I think you have a key. (laughs) Is this like the your parent... You have a key to your parents' house and you're allowed to come whenever? Yeah. Like, I don't know why... uh, Darlene would not kick you out. And <laughs> to be fair, it's it, it would be quite easy for her to, to tell, like, what's a breaking and entering. <laughs> so you know, key, she knows it's just you. Yeah, so I think she she unlocks the door and she, like, calls out as she enters, Darlene! Oh, is that you? That better yeah. be you. <laughs> you don't recognize my voice. No, I do. I do. Come in and... Take off your shoes and close the door and lock it. And you will notice there's like three locks now. <laughs> I think she pokes like the third lock. Like you're uh, souping up security again. Oh, uh, just in case, you know, feel better sleeping and all that. 
Oh, uh, speaking of feeling better sleeping with locks on the door, she pulls from behind her back. She's had her hand behind her back this entire time. Even if she, like, <laughs> toes off her shoes. I found you something that I thought you might like. Oh, what's this? And Darling was probably cooking or something. Darling was somewhere doing <laughs> traditional mom stuff slash just trying to live. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> your basic living skills and um we'll, we'll come over and be like what 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 is it it's not a knife is it what is darling's favorite color i th- i think darling likes green so i think it's some kind of like green gem in a in a necklace oh where when did you get that you're not spending your money on me i hope Oh no, I spent my wits on this. Uh, but, but, but thank you. <laughs> I don't get things often. I hope this doesn't come as disingenuous. I'm not sure how to... Hmm. Thank you. I like it a lot. <laughs> If you don't like it, you don't have to be nice about no, it. No, I like no, I like it. It's it's you have you have caught You're me. also allowed to just hug me. <laughs> yes, I will do that instead. <laughs> you can you get the big, big, big hug. <laughs> you you get a good hug in return. It's beautiful, really. I, I'm oh, glad you like it. It was a it was a very good surprise. That look at that, you have me changing my accent and everything. It's <laughs> <laughs> I really like the idea that Darling's accent is an affected thing for a disguise that has stuck around. It, it might have been. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know how badly conditioned. Well, I know how conditioned, <laughs> but you know, shit happens. She just goes, oh, "It's it's very nice. I love it truly." I just, I'd, I usually get me things. Or Pearl. Mm-hmm. Pearl brings me things, but Pearl, Pearl, Pearl is a nasty thief. That little one. I mean, so am I. <laughs> All of my nasty little thieves. I give you like now. Now you're getting like a mom hug, and your face is getting smooched. So uh, and it's and it's and and Matt doesn't exist yet. So now you got like lipstick marks on your face. Uh huh. <laughs> I think she squirms a little. Like, darling, I'm gonna have to wash that off. Well, well, that's not so bad. Washing your face is refreshing. And now you have little bits of rouge. Oh, you look so sweet. Mm. And then you used to get into my makeup. Very sweet. Oh, no. Memories. <laughs> <laughs> I recall that you weren't as charmed by me getting into your makeup back then. I was very charmed by it, but at the same time, you made a rather big of a mess. I did. Mm. That is a thing that happened. It wasn't it wasn't makeup. It was like paint on your face and on my clothes and on my good things and on my walls. You drew on my walls with the lipstick. But this is fine. We don't I live there anymore. <laughs> I walked into that. Did you want to stay for dinner? Yes. Good. I went and picked things up this time. We are trying this Aruvian thing. Oh. Yes, I'm quite unsure what it is. I just picked it up, to be 100% honest. I decided to live like you for, like, a little bit. I'm proud of you. Now you have to also convince me, because I'm worried of the meat being poisoned. What? You're worried about the meat being poisoned? Anything can be poisoned if you don't know what it is. It's why we didn't go after the moonshine thing. Weird cult stuff. I know. Well, I don't know how to reassure you about the meat, but I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure random street food vendor number 100 is not out to get you. It would be a very delightful way there to go, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think, yeah, from there, we'll we'll just leave you two on this this nice, slightly morbid domestic (laughs) dinner scene. (laughs) And that'll be the end of the episode. Thanks for joining us. The Whiskey Jays will return in two weeks. The City That Never Dies is a Clever Corvids production. Visit our website at clevercorvids.net and follow us on Twitter at clever underscore corvids for the latest on this and other shows. 
The City That Never Dies is GM'd and edited by Ree. Check out her business, SkillCheck, for copy editing and accessibility consulting for the RPG community at rpgskillcheck.net. Arlene Graham is played by Minna Riley. Find her on Twitter at MinaMinar. Darlene Serin is played by Aki. Find her on Twitter at Akinomi underscore art for more RPG content. Echo is played by Josie. Find her on Twitter at DragonGirlJosie and check out her art at Josie-Art.com. Valerie Sullivan is played by Kim. Find her on Twitter at KimDeannaJones. Our opening and closing theme music is from Something by Kai Engel and is used under a Creative Commons license. Blades in the Dark is the creation of John Harper and is published by Evil Hat Productions. If you'd like to dedicate a personal message to a friend, family member, gaming group, or other special Clever Corvids fan in your life, you can do so right here. Visit clevercorvids.net and click on Jumbotron Messages under the Support Us menu to buy your very own message. As always, thanks to all our Patreon backers, whose ongoing support makes this show possible. I'm just saying sync with no variations this time because I don't want to jinx anyone's recording. (laughs) (laughs) Appreciate it. (laughs) Imagine if you just said jinx every time. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that would undo the audacity curse. All right.